Hello, family and friends. The title of today's message is Getting Beyond the Tithe. Let's pray. Father, we come today ready to receive from your precious word. Show us, Father, in your word about your ways, Father. We choose to come as an open book, ready to receive from you, Father, with no preconceived notions, Father, no religious spirit, Father. We come ready to receive from your word. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, folks, you're going to talk today about this topic, getting beyond the tithe, or you could say getting above the tithe. My friends, before we talk about offerings, I want to briefly talk about the tithe, or tithe means 10%. Now, I do want to say God loves us right where we are at. But does anyone want the devourer rebuked in our lives? Now, I know not everyone believes in the tithe, And this is not a heaven or hell issue that if you don't tithe, you're going to hell. No, the Word of God teaches us that if you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that Jesus died on the cross, was raised from the dead, you will be saved. But the tithe will affect your life here on this earth. Let's go to Malachi chapter 3 in the New King James Bible, verse 8. Will a man rob God? Yet you have robbed me. But you say... In what way have we robbed you? In tithes and offerings. Nine, you are cursed with a curse, for you have robbed me, even this whole nation. Ten, bring all the tithes into the storehouse, that there may be food in my house. And try me now in this, says the Lord of hosts, if I will not open for you the windows of heaven and pour out for you such blessing that there will not be room enough to receive it. Verse 11, and I will rebuke the devourer for your sakes, so that he will not destroy the fruit of your ground, nor shall the vine fail to bear fruit for you in the field, says the Lord of hosts. Verse 12a, and all nations will call you blessed. My friends, I know there's a lot of debate in the Christian circles about the tithe in Old Testament, New Testament, but I believe in the tithe. And I like the devourer rebuke for my sake. After all, for all that God has done for me, is it really much for God to ask for me to give 10% of my income to the local church? I don't believe it is a lot to ask. But again, this is not a heaven or hell issue, but that's a starting point of today's discussion. And I believe it all comes down to obedience. Now let's go on today to talk about giving. John 3.16 in the New King James Bible says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Folks, I think we often go on this verse and kind of skip over that God sent his Son, and you have to believe on Jesus, right, to have everlasting life, and that's true. But notice the verse says, For God so loved the world that he gave. See, God has a giving nature. Now let's go to Genesis 1:27 in the New Amplified Bible. So God created man in his own image, in the image and likeness of God, he created him, male and female, he created them. Now we could spend time on the last part of that, male and female. He didn't create 28 or 30 or whatever the number is now of different types of people. He created male and female. And by the way, look at the animals. He did the same thing with them. But let's not focus on that today because that could be a whole 10 days of podcast. 
But God created man in his own image, in the image and likeness of God he created him. You see, God created you and I in his image, and we got born again. That giving nature was put inside of us when we received Jesus, but now we have to choose to let it come out. Now let's go to 2 Corinthians chapter 8 in the Amplified Classic Bible, verse 1. We want to tell you further, brethren, about the grace, the favor, and spiritual blessing of God, which has been evident in the churches of Macedonia, arousing in them the desire to give alms. My friends, notice, these people, by the grace of God, were given, were were aroused in them the desire to give. Do you and I have that? If we're born again, we do. Verse 2, and in the midst of an ordeal of severe tribulation, their abundance of joy and their depth of poverty together have overflowed in wealth and lavish generosity on their part. My friends, these people were in great poverty, but they had a desire to give. Verse 3, for as I can bear witness, they gave according to their ability, yes, and beyond their ability, and they did it voluntarily. Folks, Are we giving beyond our ability? Of course it's voluntarily. No one's going to twist our arm to give above and beyond the tithe to be a blessing. We have to choose. Four, begging us most insistently for the favor and the fellowship of contributing in this ministration for the relief and support of the saints in Jerusalem. My friends, these poor people were begging to give to the ministry. Five, nor was this gift of theirs merely the contribution that we expected, but first they gave themselves to the Lord, so as to us, as his agents, by the will of God, entirely disregarding their personal interests, they gave as much as they possibly could, having put themselves at our disposal to be directed by the will of God. Wow, my friends, They entirely disregarded their personal interest, and they gave as much as they possibly could, having put themselves at the disposal to be directed by the will of God. My friends, are we being directed by the will of God? Are we giving as much as we possibly can to be a blessing to the kingdom of God? Folks, giving offerings has nothing to do with income. I know we've been deceived into thinking that you can't give if you don't have any money, but God's system is different. It has to do with our hearts and really yielding to the heart of God that is already inside of us as a born-again believer. You know, I'm sure many people out there have been loyal to the tithe, and if you haven't, that can change. But I encourage you to really think about going beyond the tithe so we can ask ourselves, When was the last time that we gave as much as we possibly could and being directed by the will of God? You know, Luke 6.38 tells us, give and it will be given to you. Why? So we can be a greater blessing to the kingdom of God. Let's all choose to get beyond the tithe and be a greater blessing to the kingdom of God. Let's pray. Father, we're so thankful that you're a God of blessings. You don't necessarily want our money. You want our obedience. And it takes money 
to promote the kingdom of God across this world, to get this gospel throughout all the nations so the end can come when Jesus returns in the clouds. Father, we choose to be a giver. We choose not to hoard our money and try to see all the great things we can do personally with our money. But Father, we choose to be a giver. And we know that you're a sowing and reaping God. When we sow money, we reap money, Father, because you cannot be mocked. Whatever we give, we're going to receive, Father. And we choose to be a giver with a heart for your kingdom and reaching more souls in these last of the last days. We thank you, Father. We repent when we've missed you, Father, and choose to follow you to the very end. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, folks, you can contact us at celebratejesusministry at gmail.com or contact us by phone at 812-449-8147. We love you all. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary, and he's coming back soon.